we started recording is uh, the thing with the PlayStation Classic and they're not having certain things on there like Crash without even talking about the PlayStation Classic Crash Bandicoot in general is a weird thing to me because it was made by Naughty Dog which was a third party then Sony bought Naughty Dog and made them like an internal party, like a second second party. Mm-hmm. And but at some point they sold the rights to Crash to Activision. I need to look into how that all went down, like why that was a thing that happened. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cuz so there's a reason there's another re- reason why I'm even like so enamored by that in general. So we were just talking about the PlayStation Classic for those of you who are just tuning in. For those of you who weren't literally sitting in the room yeah, so not you, five minutes ago. You, myself, and Navi were having a conversation, and they're not all privy to the info. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'll get to that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Past Control Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Groom. And joining me today is my lovely co-host, Mr. Michael Lazier. Mike, how you doing on this lovely Memorial Day weekend? Yeah. Feeling good? Feeling great? Yeah. Did you get any grilled meats in your body this week? No. Neither did I. It's a shame. I might have ordered steak tips from someplace. I'll take it. I'll take it. Hmm. I, I don't know. I, I It kind of just fell flat there. I don't yeah. know. I else to say. So, for those of you who are unaware, this is the Pass Control Podcast. Each and every week we chat about the latest in video games and nerd culture. And uh, this week's a weird one. It's Memorial Day weekend, so we're recording on a Monday instead of our normal Friday night adventure. And uh, I don't know, Mike, I'm feeling a little, I'm feeling rested, but also exhausted because I am sunburnt as fuck right now. Yeah, which gross. Which makes no sense to me. So the, the real reason why we were recording on a Monday and not the weekend is because I was away this weekend. I was, I was in Provincetown. And uh, I didn't spend a lot of time, like, in direct sunlight because I am fair-skinned. But, like, when I was laying by the pool reading my book, I had a long sleeve, like, not a long sleeve shirt, but I had my, like, long, it's, it's like a baseball cut, so it's, like, not mm-hmm. a full long sleeve. Yeah. But I had that on while I was laying by the pool, my past controller shirt, and I also had SPF 50 on, and I still got a fucking sunburn. You Look at my forearms right now. White, pasty bitch. It makes no sense to me. It makes no fucking sense, Mike. Yeah, you know, it is what it is, man. I have to tell you. Before I get into some of the fucking shenanigans that took place this past weekend for me, what, anything going on for you this weekend, Mike? Do nope. anything fun? No. Did you go see Aladdin? Nope. Did you go see John Wick 3 again? Nope. Did you play anything good? Nope. You didn't play anything this weekend? That's a lie. Uh, I... You definitely on Overwatch at least. Yeah, I did some Overwatch. Did you get any good fucking event stuff? I haven't opened my loot boxes yet. Just because? Uh, the way I figure it, uh, the so I've got two golden loot boxes and one legendary. You didn't even own those ones yet? No. I got the two golden loot boxes plus the um, the anniversary golden loot box. So that's three golden loot boxes. Okay. If I remember the mechanics for those correctly, those ones are guaranteed not to have duplicates in it. So it makes more sense for me to earn up a bunch of loot boxes, open up those ones first to kind of clear the board to ensure that those three loot boxes give me something that I definitely don't have. 
that makes sense to you. I don't think that makes sense. I think it would make more sense the other way. So I'm going to open up the X regular loot boxes. loot boxes. Some of them are going to give me good stuff. Some of them are going to give me duplicates. Yeah. But regardless, I don't want to like get something good, quote unquote, in the legendary. Yeah. And then for it to show up again is a possibility for them to show up again in the regular loot boxes. I got you. I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Does that theory actually check out, like, number-wise? Um, number-wise, I mean, I don't know. I'll take your word for it. But I figure it makes more sense for me to ensure that all the other loot boxes gave me nothing before I open up the three that are guaranteed to give me something that I do not already have. All right. I mean, fair enough. I mean, that, that checks out. I wouldn't go about it that way. I know. But I'm a fool. Yeah, I, I opened that loot box right away. What did I get? I got something I didn't want. Which is fine because I'm still going to get a bunch of things I don't want. Mm-hmm. And I'll have to end up spending my coins to get anything that I actually do want. Which at this point, I don't know what that would be. Plus considering that I assume that all all those loot boxes, it means I can get literally anything that's in the game still. Yes. So, you know, I figure I'd narrow the pool down of things that oh, I don't want. A little bit. At least, a little yeah. bit before I open up the loot boxes that are guaranteed to give me something I don't have. Yeah, I guess that does kind of make sense. All right, Mike. All right, Mike. You got a fucking good head on that shoulder of yours. Yeah, I know. Just one shoulder, not two. I said shoulder. I didn't say plural, so I'm going to roll with it. Mike's rolling with one shoulder today. One shoulder. Um, The event for me personally, like I I just use, for the most part, Overwatch League skins. So, like, some of the skins are cool, and I want to unlock them to have them, but... When I was like looking at some of the Pharaoh skins that I don't have from this past year of events, events that I didn't play as much, I'm like, oh, that's kind of dope. But am I gonna change it off the fucking away jersey for my Boston Uprising? Probably not. And it's the same thing with F- F- Reaper. I have them for Reaper. I have them for Widowmaker too, but I have them for Reaper, uh, Pharaoh, Reinhardt, and Mercy. I believe I might have one more random one. Um. But those characters, like, I, I feel like I'm just not going to ever use a different skin for them. At least not unless something crazy dope comes out. No, no. No, I mean... Okay. I mean, I like I like rolling with my fucking... My team jersey on, you know? I like fucking sh- supporting the fucking home team. That's, that's not bad. I feel like it means more when we're in competitive and it's like, alright, this guy fucking gets down with the Overwatch League. Because I feel like... A majority of people that play Overwatch probably don't care about the Overwatch League. Well, I guess. Maybe not on console. I don't know. This is a stat that I'm just fabricating. I have no idea. No, I know. I have no idea. Somebody has to watch it. Millions of people watch it. It's pulling in okay numbers. It's still doing well. Right? I think so. I mean, it did well enough that they expanded the league tremendously and locked in, like, TV Mm-hmm. spots as well on Disney XD, ESPN and I think A- ABC yeah. which I mean they're all owned yeah, by the same ABC, company yeah. but I mean all Disney but still I mean they didn't have to say yeah we'll put it on ESPN and ABC they could have just locked it to like a you know late time slot on ESPN or well I mean it, mm-hmm. it would still have to be unless they didn't want to do it live but yeah I guess Disney XD would be like the throwaway option yeah 
I feel like putting it on ABC. I know they don't put everything on ABC, but I feel like they put like the playoffs on ABC they this last go around. Like, they put one of like the bigger matches of this of the stage. And I feel like ABC putting it there is a that's a fucking big deal. ESPN is also a big deal, but I feel like putting it on ABC is a, a bigger deal it's than the rest. Remarkable to get it on like network television like yeah. that. Yeah. Huh. It's great for esports. I love it. I fucking love it, Mike. Uh, but outside of that, before I kind of get into my shenanigans this weekend, I anticipated, I wanted to play more games on my Switch while I was down there. And I played a little bit of Castlevania Collection, I played a little bit of Picross, and I started, like I physically put the cartridge for Xenoblade 2 in my Switch, and I started the opening cinematic and then I went right back to what took up most of my, like, what would have been gaming time, which was reading uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels mm-hmm. by Jason Schreier. And I know I know you knew I had this book because I yeah. started reading it a while ago, and then I kind of, I you know, I don't read That's really true. a lot. Um, but this was a great opportunity for me to really kind of dig into this book because <clears throat> I enjoyed it the little bit that I started, you know, back when I started reading the book earlier this year. But while I was away this weekend, I went from being somewhere in chapter two to I'm almost done with the book. Uh, it's ten chapters long. It's I think it's like around 300 pages or so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, are you familiar with what the book covers really? Or I'm familiar with the cover of the book. Okay, fair enough. So basically it's, it's kind of a journey. So each chapter is based on a different game. So it's ten games that are covered in this book. And each one is pretty much telling a story of the behind the scenes of how these ten games got made, or you know their their development process and stuff like that. And it is fucking riveting. Like I am hooked into what is going on in these different little like glances into fucking game development. And I really do, I, I would suggest anyone that has even, like, the slightest interest in what goes on into the games you love to play, I would read that book. Like, it is fascinating. Um, and honestly, even if you just like games and maybe don't think you have, like, a interest in what goes on behind the scenes, I think reading this book will put a lot of things into perspective for you, especially when you, you know, when a game gets delayed or canceled or whatever, I feel like or launches poorly and, like, has issues or something, I feel like this book will shed a lot of light that maybe you just weren't aware of, that these types of things are what's going on. And, uh, it's, it's, it's really fucking good, Mike. Like, right now, I'm on the chapter on Dragon Quest, uh, I'm sorry, Dragon Age Inquisition, which is a Bioware EA game, and it is very interesting. But I've gone up through, I mean, for me so far... The Stardew Valley chapter was really, really good, and it really just made it me, made me want to go back and play Stardew Valley. Um, when I finish Dragon Age, my the next chapter I'm on is Shovel Knight, which I cannot wait to read that chapter. I was like, last night I was like trying to like just squeeze out as many pages as I could because I was I was up to like two thirty in the morning. I'm like just trying to get through. I'm like I just need to get to Shovel Knight. I just need to get to Shovel Knight, and I couldn't do it. I'm going to mm. do it tonight, though. I'm going to get to Shovel Knight tonight, Mike. I'm loving it. It's great. 
if if anyone listening has read this book and you have a suggestion of a book to push me towards after this that would be like a similar style of book i'm all ears um were you gonna say something no i think my body just made sense how weird is it for you to hear me being like oh my god this book and i'm like talking about books like chapters no it's it's weird right Mm -hmm. page numbers you didn't say anything about page numbers but yes it's very weird i think i'm on 168 that Something means like that. nothing to me considering I, I you just you said that I didn't say anything about page numbers I want to fix that okay but it's a really good book and I'd highly recommend it I mean again if you have if you do have an interest in like what goes on behind the scenes it is like a it is it's Jason's words but he spent time with these developers so it's like it's coming from the source it's not just someone you know making things up it's coming from these developers and it's a it is a really, really interesting read, especially because pretty much all of the games that are in this, even if you don't like, like the book opens up with Pillars of Eternity, and I've never played that game. And there's a few other games that are, have chapters that I didn't never played the games that they're about, but it really just kind of the way it's written and the what it deals with, it gives you an appreciation for any any game that he's talking about. Um, and it really makes me want him to, if he doesn't make another book like this, I would love if someday he was able to do a book like this about Nintendo or just fucking a book on Sakurai and, like, the Smash oh, cool. cycle. Like, it would be fucking mind-boggling. Mm. I feel like Nintendo would never allow their people to be in a book like this. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, Sakurai is kind of open, though. He, like, talks about some of his, like, what he does. I think a lot of that stuff ends up in, like, magazines. that Like, Famitsu and stuff? Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, he used to do... Does he, he doesn't still do his own... There was a point in time, at least during, I think, the Brawl days, did he not have his own website where he would write his, like... Bl- he had a blog. Um, I, I think it was only in Japanese, and you had to find, like, translations for mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah, sounds kind of familiar. Like, I knew that, like, I'm, I really don't think I'm confusing it with, like, because I know Iwata had, like, Iwata asks, like, his thing. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Sakurai had his own thing. Maybe it was even before Brawl. It might have been, like, the Melee days. But I feel like Sakurai, for a little bit, had a kind of, like, dev diary type thing <laughs> on some, you know, little private website. Yeah, maybe. But, yeah, I, a lot of times I feel like in Famitsu articles and stuff, things come out like, yeah, I put an oxygen fucking machine on my face and stayed late to work wasn't that one of the things that he did for this for ultimate did you not hear this i did not hear this he he either had someone come in and like hook him up to an like oxygen machine or like a like a i don't know something that's definitely not like sakurai please go take a nap i want i want you to be okay i'll wait another year for this game go take a nap I'm thinking about like what would an oxygen machine like what would an oxygen mask do for you to keep you awake or I don't know if it was to keep you awake I think it was to like make you feel more energized and give you more energy it might not have been an oxygen machine it was a machine though it was either like an oxygen machine I don't think a blood machine would make sense but it was something like that like he had someone come in and whatever We work him too hard. Yeah, we do. I Sakurai is the fucking man. He's killing himself for us. He's fucking killing himself for us, Mike. Oh boy. He's like, look, I told you Ridley was too big. 
Yep, he was up all night, like, just drawing things, like, every single time. He's just too damn big. Mm -hmm. He really is. So, yeah, I mean, I, I really I really wanted to dig into some, some Switch games this weekend, but I, I got buried in a book, and I'm not mad about it. I'm just not mad about it, Mike. But there is a story that I do want to tell you from while we were down there. So we're, we're walking. We're wa just walking down, walking down the pier in the harbor there. Just, you know, going for a little stroll, a little leisurely stroll, walking off some of those donuts or, or what have you. And it, if you've never been to Promise Town, it's like a very just like lively area. Like it's there's a lot of people because it's like the main road is a lot of shops and restaurants and like cafes and stuff. So a lot of people in the street, a lot of people out, a lot of people just it's a lot like it's a lively area. So someone being loud isn't like, oh, what is that? But we're on the pier, and you just hear this fucking guy who's clearly very drunk and not wearing a shirt. He had a bathing suit on, but he just he's not wearing a shirt. I don't even know if he had flip-flops on or something. I think he was barefoot. Mm -hmm. And he's going down to a boat that everyone else is on, that everyone else on the boat looked a lot more normal than he did and weren't being ridiculous like he was. And they had shirts on. Okay. So he's coming down the fucking, you know, ramp to get onto the boat. And he's just like, yo, what the fuck, dude? Like, all this stuff. And just, like, swearing or whatever. And you know how boats have names in the back of the boat? Yeah. It's like a thing that boat people Boats do. have names. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> this boat had a name that I feel like it it meshed well with what, what we were encountering. And it was the Cod Squad. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, everyone else still really normal, mm -hmm. seemingly, at least not being loud. And, and they all had shirts. And, and they you all made sure to yeah, tell me that many times. Shirts. They all this guy's just like a mess, just like flopping around and like yelling and stuff, and like fucking dude. And I don't know who the girl was he was talking to. I don't know if it was someone that was actually in the boat. Or just some other girl he was talking about, but he just kept saying "fuck you, Christine," like stuff like that. It's just like he was very ridiculous. Mm. And then, uh, so you know, we're joking about this. It's just funny. It's just weird. They're just yelling to no one. Just, this guy's just yelling. She she goes to use the bathroom, and I'm like, I'm just gonna sit right here. And as I'm sitting there on this little bench right above where their boat is, he's still just yelling, being a fucking mess. All of a sudden, I just hear like. Yo, I got this. And he's driving the boat. And he whips it back, almost hits the dock, and then whips it out and just, like, starts fucking scooting out. And I'm like, this fucking guy is hammered. And he's the leader of the God Squad. And he's just driving this boat around. So, wait. <laughs> you, the way you made it sound, it sounded like he went to the bathroom, but then just appeared on oh, the Oh, no, 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 no. Jen went to the bathroom. Oh. And I was sitting there just waiting for her mm. but i was sitting right near their boat okay so then i just heard like no i got this dude or whatever and all of a sudden i look around and it's just like <gasps> and he like almost crashed into the dog and he's, i'm just what is happening i don't know maybe it was funnier if you were there i don't know it, it, it was, sounds like it was a very entertaining the cod squad like god squad yeah it's kind of a ridiculous name like normally it's like midnight waters or i don't know like the tuna tuna scoop where did i see a boat name recently 
I mean, walk down the fucking... We can go to the Derby Wharf tonight and see a boat. No, there was... I remember, like, seeing a boat name and laughing at it, but I don't remember where I was. Was it as good as the Cod Squad? I mean, I can't remember it, so maybe it wasn't. Ah, uh, this guy was, like, absolutely ridiculous. I wanted to I wanted to pen a really good clever tweet mm-hmm. and I don't think I ever tweeted it and if I did it definitely wasn't clever no and now I just sound like a fool yep but the fucking cod squad Mike the fucking cod squad I wrote <laughs> I wrote multiple notes to myself with my phone <laughs> saying like do not forget to tell Mike about the cod squad don't forget no I'm, oh, I'm glad you remembered I, I guess I don't know if it was that great. I mean, I, I imagine the man... Like, the way you kept describing like, all right, well, he could just took a swim. I mean, I wouldn't wear a short swimming, and I also wouldn't be wearing shoes. Well, I don't even know if he had just come from taking a swim, because, again, like, we're at the pier, so it's like... You, I mean, oddly enough, there were actually people jumping off the pier into the water there, mm-hmm. but it's not usually a place where people typically swim, because it's like boats. Yeah. And just, I don't know. It's dangerous. Murky water. Gross. So he, I mean, he could he could have been coming from maybe he was one of the one of the fucking twenty people that was jumping off the pier. Maybe. I we we go there every, multiple times every year. I've never seen people swimming in the pier. Mm-hmm. I've never seen people jumping off the pier. It's also like pretty high. Like it's a pretty high jump, and we see like twenty teenagers in bathing suits lined up to jump off and I'm just like what is that like I stopped to look I'm like is people really gonna fucking jump off right here because it's again it's like pretty high yeah you know they, they're just graduating and whatever um but there was a a pickup truck park right there and this guy older guy gets out like older than me older than us mm. gets out of his car and he like rips his shirt off and like throws his wallet and his keys on the ground like fucking whips him off the ground like make a statement and like again as a single file line of these like teenagers that are ready to jump off and this guy just like fucking looks at him walks up and jumps in I'm like is he trying to like say like no like I'm the fucking king of the castle over here like what was that all about I guess so between that and the cod squad happening simultaneously I, I, I can't I, yeah. just, I couldn't take the pier, Mike. That's, that's the jump off right there. Apparently. Fucking cod squad. So, this weekend, we see Aladdin come out. Mm-hmm. Let's pivot on to something else. Okay. No more cod squad. Blowing away its expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's over 90 million right now. Yeah. Um, which I'm sure... Including today, is probably going to hit 100 million. It's supposed to hit 100 million as of today? I believe i think i read something along those lines this morning wow that's that must be way higher than their expectations for the film uh for opening weekend probably um so it's i mean it's over 90 mil now you're saying it might hit i know dom went and saw it yesterday or two days ago Mm -hmm. i forgot to ask him what he thought of it but i've I've heard people say they've enjoyed it Mm -hmm. when you look online it's like tomato score it's at like a 58 um critic or audience uh critic i believe yeah i don't think the critics cared for it okay but. um i mean I, I i personally don't give a fuck about the reviews anyway mm-hmm. but i mean it's it's not getting great critic reviews but it's doing fucking gangbusters mm-hmm. and it's exceeding their expectations do you have any interest in seeing the film no are you gonna see it unless someone else says hey do you want to go see this movie with me 
I probably I'm not gonna go out of it out of my way to see it, or rather, I'm not gonna take any initiative to go see it. Okay. Do you wanna go see it right now? I mean, I was I thought we were gonna get ice cream, but okay. Oh, we get ice cream too. Mm. All right, let's go. We do multiple things. Um. So, with this coming out, mm-hmm. and I know we were talking the other day about other like live action movies and stuff, like just other Disney live action films and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. I and I've been talking like Dom and other people about Disney movies in general. And it got me thinking, like really actually thinking about it, because I, th- I think it was somewhere in the back of my brain, but not really something I ever thought about. And it's for no other reason, like not like a, like a, I don't like Disney movies, but I haven't seen a Disney movie in a long time. And when I looked into the last time I saw a Disney movie, mm-hmm. how long ago do you think it was? Now, when you say Disney, you mean Disney, Disney, not Disney Pixar? So I'll say this. I'll say, because... If we include Ghibli, that mm. is going to be sooner. So no Ghibli, no Marvel, no Star Wars. Mm. So you can include anything other, other. So Disney, Pixar, whatever. Okay. So let's see. I don't remember if you saw Toy Story three. Toy Story three was ten years ago, just about. So Didn't I can't. Uh, let's see. Before that, and I don't see you seeing like a a straight up Disney animated film either. I feel like you might have, but it, that would be further back. So I feel like it would have to be a Pixar film. Uh, let's see. Uh, you might have seen Incredibles, but I feel like you didn't. The first one? The first one. I did. You did? That was 2004. Um, so let's see. Incredibles 2004, yep. Uh, yeah, Navi's taking a big old fucking dump right now. Um... But we, now let's we can look a little bit further here. So, mm. 2005, I didn't see any of these. Did Bambi 2 get a theatrical release? Is that I don't a, think is so. that a real movie? Um, oh no, it says Disney Toon Studios. I'm assuming that must be like the channel or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Cars, I did see 2006. Ratatouille, did you see that? I didn't see it. So, I saw Ratatouille not in theaters. Probably sometime in like 2010. All right. Wally, same thing. I didn't see it in theaters. Came out in 20, 2008. I probably saw that like a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And I fell asleep. Not because it was bad. I just fell asleep. And I never finished watching it. Mm-hmm. Everything after that? No. So I have. I had literally haven't seen a Disney that's come out Since. in over 11 years. Yeah. So that means I've mi- I'm missing things like Up, which I've heard nothing but good things about. Mm-hmm. It was good. Um, uh, Princess and the Frog, Toy Story three. Those were good. Tangled. That was fine. Uh, Cars two. I didn't. Oh uh, no, I didn't watch it. Uh, Brave. I didn't watch. Frank and Weenie. I heard that was good. I didn't see that. Um, Wreck It Ralph, which I bought the Blu-ray. I haven't watched it. Mm, that was good. Monsters University. I didn't see that one. Frozen. That's on my to-do list. Big Hero 6. I do want to watch that. Uh, uh, did I watch the whole thing? I saw I saw a good portion of it, at least. Inside Out. Good. Zootopia. Zootopia. So, someone at work gave me Zootopia, like, gave it to me to borrow to watch. I haven't gotten around to it yet, but now it's playing on TV, so I'm in my DVR record it. It was on TV all weekend. Every time I turned on TV, I was like, I want to watch Guy Fieri. Where's Guy Fieri? I'm gonna, I don't want to watch this I'm going to end up watching Zootopia when I go home, probably, just so I can give them back their DVD. Okay. 
Uh, Finding Dory, Moana, Cars, Coco, Incredibles 2, Ralph Fitz, the Internet. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. And it's not for any reason. Like, I'm not just, like... Right, and I've... I'm avoiding it. I've had enough discussion with you about movies where this doesn't, like... Yeah, I know it doesn't surprise you because I don't watch a lot of movies, but I was actually personally kind of shocked to realize, like, fuck, I haven't seen a Disney or Disney Pixar movie in a long time. Mm. Navi took a big old yeah. fucking dump. Oh, Holy sugar. crap, that smells bad. Yeah, I apologize, Mike. Yeah, it's strong. It's I, <laughs> To put things into perspective for you, I'm a very courteous uh, uh, studio host because before you come to record an episode, one of the last things I do before you get here is I clean out her litter box to give it the freshest of freshest even if it's not that dirty, I just clean mm-hmm. it up. Because, I mean, I want to I wanna be, you know, a good, a good fucking, which is a studio. Like, right. anyways, it smells like fucking garbage in here right now. But there's definitely some movies in there that I want to see. And I I guess I'll just wait for Disney Plus to kind of start banging some of these out. Yeah, that might be your option. But there's some on here that for sure, I mean, I'm sure some of these might still be on Netflix right now. So I can take a look. Uh, yeah, I think so. There should be I, some. I, I, I couldn't tell you offhand because I don't pop into Netflix as yeah. often as I should. But but there, there's probably some out there. Um, that being said, I did watch the live-action Beauty and the Beast while mm-hmm. I was down there. Just one night. It was on TV or whatever. So I yeah. threw it on. And it's okay. It didn't, like, blow my socks off. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't see it. So More alarmingly, the just the plot of Beauty and the Beast, I'm like, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes her in as, like, a slave. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And she falls in love with an animal. Yep. And kisses the animal. Mm-hmm. And then he turns into a human. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, yeah, I guess I'll just date this human guy now. Yeah. Well, obviously, beauty is, you know, skin deep. She she loved the man past the beast exterior. That was the whole point. But again, he did keep her captive. Yep. He did. Yeah. And, I mean, if Gaston wasn't such a like like an asshole like he would be the hero but he was a dick yeah Gaston's kind of a fucking bitch he's a little bitch boy but uh yeah I don't know I, I feel like I feel like for the remainder of this year I need to go out of my way to watch some select Disney films just just to, to, I, feel, I feel weird and I should probably watch Toy Story 3 so I can go see Toy Story 4 right yeah I guess you kind of well Toy Story 3 brought on the waterworks, I heard. heard. Yeah. I don't know any spoiler spoiler beats about it. So, yes, I guess. I mean, if you've got, like, any... As long as you, like, remember, like, the basic premise premises of the first two, you should probably watch the third one so that way the the fourth one would make sense. Yeah, I'll probably have to do that. I think Toy Story 3 is still on Netflix, actually. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, so yeah, I was just kind of, I was taken aback by myself that I had that big of a gap, like ten fucking years. That means the last time that I went to the movies to see a Disney film must have been with you and or you and um. It smells bad. Yeah. Um, you and or you and um to see Incredibles. I did not see Incredibles in theaters with you guys. You might have seen it with Dom. I must have, because I definitely went to theaters to see Incredibles 1. I don't know who the fuck I would have seen it with. Mm -hmm. 2004? 
In fact, I'm not even sure I we saw it in sophomores? theaters. Yeah. I'm not even sure I saw Incredibles in theaters. I'm pretty sure I saw Incredibles in theaters. I've definitely seen Pixar movies in theaters. And I didn't see Toy Story 3, so I don't know what else I would have seen. Yeah. Mm, that late in the game, yeah, it would probably have to be that. Because it would have to, I mean, it would have to be high school on. Because, mm-hmm. again, I, I, I don't remember who I would have seen. I mean, eh, do we count the Pirates movies? For any of these? Well, Pirates was still before all those other movies. So Pirates, the, the third one came out in 2007. Did we see the third one? We literally left our graduation and went straight to the movies. So that was the last Disney film that I've seen in a theater, I guess? Is it Disney? Like, yeah. technically? Or is it's, it like... It's Disney. I mean, it was based off of a Disney ride. Okay. Alright, so I guess that's the last... Not the last one that I've seen in time, but the last one I saw in theaters. Must have been that. Wait, did the third one not have Johnny Depp? Third one did have Johnny Depp. It was um, the one that's coming out now. Whatever they're making now does not have Johnny Depp. So there was one or Wait, two. Wait, the one they're making right now doesn't have Johnny Depp? I believe so. So who's the main character? I don't know. They're gonna do somebody else. Because people what don't. What's the name care. of the new one? I don't know if they have a name yet. So there was the three that came out when we were in, in high school. school. Yeah. Then there was maybe two that came out after that. I remember I remember for a long time I couldn't remember what the name of the fifth one was. Because I know I saw... Wait, Street... there's five movies? I believe so. And they're making a sixth one currently? Yes, or at least it's in the works, and I think without Johnny Depp. What? Alright, let me just Google this. I keep talking about this. Yeah, because I remember like around... For a while, I was trying to remember what the name of the one after Stranger Tides was called. Because I, I didn't see it, I just knew that it existed. Um, and even now, like I looked it up at some point, or someone told me, and I forgot it again. Um, we'll, we'll find out right now. Let's see what we got. We got uh, 2003 was The Curse of the Black Pearl. 2006, yep. Dead Man's Chest. Mm-hmm. 2007, At World's End. Yep. Okay, I definitely did not see... On Stranger Tides? On Stranger Tides. Yes, I remember renting that. That one doesn't have Johnny Depp, right? That one has Johnny Depp. Dead Men Tell No Tales? Also Johnny Depp. Which is the one... Oh, it did come out. Yeah. Now I'm... I, I'm, I'm just... I'm fucking... I'm, I don't understand. I don't I don't know where these I remember... Mo- I can't place these movies. Like, what, the, I can't even place the plots. The fourth one, Stranger Tides, it's Johnny Depp. <laughs> I'm calling him Johnny Depp and not Captain Jack Sparrow. He's going to find uh, the Fountain of Youth, and the bad guy is Ian McShane, who's playing Blackbeard. Which one are we talking about right now? The fourth one. So, on Stranger Tides? On Stranger Tides. Um, Ian McShane is Blackbeard, and Penelope Cruz, I think, is there as Blackbeard's daughter? Something along those lines? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't say. But it says Captain Jack Sparrow's in this one. Yes. I keep telling you, the ones that have come out all have Cap- all have <laughs> Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, all of these do except for six. The Whatever one they're working on currently okay. that has okay. not right. doesn't exist yet, I believe they do not plan to have Oh my that. god, Mike. Was there one or a set of films that didn't have Orlando Bloom? That's what I'm confusing. Orlando Bloom, I believe, was not in those... He wasn't in Stranger Tides. Or Stranger... Yeah. He... I believe the plot of the the one after it, Dead Men Tell No Tales, is about his son. His son is there. But... I don't Dead know if he actually tells a group of ghostly Spanish Royal Navy soldiers led by Jack Sparrow's old nemesis, Captain Armando Salazar, played by Javier Bardem, escape from the Devil's Triangle with the goal of killing every pirate at sea, including him, to survive Jack's legendary trident of Poseidon, a powerful artifact 
whose owner can control the seas and break curses. Yeah, if you click, I didn't watch it, but I believe that one of the characters is Will Turner's son. Mm, Brenton Thwaites, Henry Turner, the son of Will Turner. Mike, you're a fucking, fucking. P-O-T- P-O-T-C-C-U fucking Dream expert. <laughs> what is wrong with me? Dream I'm still good. on a fucking vacation brain. Um, fuck. So I definitely didn't see four or five, I think, then. Yeah. I don't think I saw the last two. I know I rented the fourth one, and the fifth one I just didn't care. What was... The fourth one is Strange Shines? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one. Um, anyways, we're having a fucking blast over here chatting about Pirates. Pirates I mean, they were the Caribbean. big thing for a while. I enjoyed them. I think I think Johnny Depp as Captain Jack Sparrow is, like, great at that role. I think he's can play a drunken pirate very well. Mm-hmm. It's very enjoyable to watch. Yeah, it just got outplayed. By who? Oh, like, you mean... They did it too much, yeah. and then eventually that's why I don't think they're bringing him back for this next one. Which is weird, because do they do they, they don't have a cast for it yet? I don't know. You were on the Wikipedia page. I'm like, that's a lot of work to go back to that page. We're going to just, we're gonna just move, move along. Honestly, it's... Uh, well, I'm not going to tell you what the keystrokes are, because I don't know what works on a Mac. Uh, they're not the same as a PC. They're almost the same. For me, it's Control-Shift-T. I mean, I'm back here. Yeah. Um, oh, is it canceled? Um, in October 2018, it's reported Disney planning on restarting the franchise with Rhett Reese and Paul Wernick. I don't know who either of these people are. Do you? Uh, it sounds like they're oh, the writers. writers. Yeah. yeah. Um, blah, blah, blah. I don't know the film is complete. The soft reboot of the franchise in December 2018. Sean Bailey had made further explanation of the reboot of the franchise, saying, We want to bring in a new energy and vitality. Uh, I love the Pirates movies, but the reason Paul and Rhett are so interested is like my pants blah blah despite uh, the president's character Jack Sparrow has not yet either been it hasn't been confirmed or denied that he's going to be there oh oh in February of this year they, the writers left and it's potentially cancelled okay oh no it was cancelled yeah interesting okay I mean it, it's they need to re- I would imagine they would have to reboot it to keep making them without Johnny Depp uh, yeah, it's unless the way that the last movie ended was in a way where they could like write off the character or take it from the perspective of other characters or something. It's so it's one of these things where the movies, like you could make. Yeah, let's see. I'm trying to compare this in a way that would make sense, but actually gets my point across. So. Remember a while ago we were talking about, I don't know, Star Wars or some shit? And sure. It sounds, like a con- it sounds like a conversation we would have. I don't know if we actually had the conversation or not, but basically the idea that, you know, these future installments don't have to be about Luke Skywalker or, like, the Skywalker family. Because it's called Star, War- Star Wars, not called, like, Skywalker. Yeah. In the same way Pirates of the Caribbean, not called Jack Sparrow, you could potentially make more movies and just not have it be about Jack Sparrow. Although, at the same time, I do feel as though Star Wars is intrinsically linked to the Skywalkers, so I would expect Skywalkers to appear. Whereas Pirates of the Caribbean, maybe it's because I don't care about it that much. Like, 
if they do a movie without Captain Jack Sparrow, I'd just be like, eh, whatever, more parts. I think, I think, I mean, I get what you're saying, and there are points of that that I agree with. I think when it comes to pirates in general, I think that the energy that that character brings to mm-hmm. the film would it's unique and they would probably they would have that. to they would have to have some other character like I'm not saying that they couldn't get someone to do that type of role mm-hmm. I'm saying they'd have to I feel like still have that whimsical aspect of yeah. a main character for the films to still cuz I mean those movies were good, but I feel like a lot of it rested on the performance of Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there are other good side characters and other you know set pieces and, and great action moments and comedy elements, all this cool stuff. But I f- really feel like the reason I cared about those movies in any way, and maybe this is just maybe I'm the minority. I don't know. No, you probably it's probably was because of him. I feel yeah. like he was the reason. Um, which I would argue that. Star Wars a little bit different where you could if you had an ensemble cast of characters that people liked be fine Mm. I happen to like the current cast of the new movies so I enjoy the new films I know that's not a thing that all of us agree on Mm -hmm. but I happen to like the cast of characters and I'm okay with them sunsetting the old ones Mm -hmm. The Last Jedi was a good movie okay no one's attacking me. All right, I'm just I'm just gonna say it. The Last Jedi was a good movie, and the throne scene is my favorite fight scene. Not to discredit the Darth Maul fight scene, it's a good fight scene. No, I just like the throne scene. Yeah, you know, we've heard you. Okay, I'm just I, w- I just want to be clear. That's all. I just want to you know throw that out there. Um, moving along. I don't know if you've seen the tweets. I think they were today. They were either today or yesterday. I think they were today from Kojima Project productions michael mm-hmm. we got three different a set of tweets i think it was three different tweets we got two little teaser videos that were like 30 second long that didn't really show or say or do much other than one of them was uh a teaser that was all black and had one handprint and then it had the words across the screen um create the rope Interesting. Then they tweeted out another one that I think might have actually... I didn't really dissect it too hard. I think it might have been the same scene playing out underneath the blacked-out areas, but it had two handprints, and it said, help us reconnect. And then they tweeted out May 29th trailer. So I don't know what the other two things are supposed to even mean. A lot of people are speculating that it's referencing the the multiplayer aspect that Kojima has been hinted at with this for a while. I know, I don't know, I feel like we've talked about this in the past, but he had mentioned previously, I think multiple times, that there would be elements to this game that would in, like work with social media in some way. Like there would be some sort of presence from the outside world in the game. I don't fucking know. Who the fuck knows? People are trying to like 
say say that this is means that that it's going to be like a oh it's going to be a multiplayer like they're going to show the multiplayer aspect the social media part so who the fuck knows what i can say is that i'm not shocked that something like this is happening right now because sony's not going to be at e3 e3's in you know two weeks week and a half whatever death stranding is an exclusive title to them they're not going to be at e3 It makes sense for them to try to, ahead of E3, steal some of the spotlight with, hey, we're going to drop a trailer for a game that people want to know about that isn't going to be at E3 because it wouldn't, why would it be there? There's no reason for it to be there. Mm. So there's that. Some people are speculating that it's it's going to come out this year and that's why they're doing it right now. I, I don't know about that part, but um, I'm not surprised. There's another rumor floating around that also leading up to E3, we're going to get a Last of Us Part Two trailer that will be released and I it wouldn't surprise me I'm, I'm sure we'll see probably something else from the Sony stable of games closer to E3 just because again they, they've they made the decision at least this year to not be E3 and what better way to you know still be a part of that event than by just you know trying to steal some of the spotlight by doing their own little thing mm. so we'll we'll find out what that is uh, I don't know if you have anything to comment on that. No. I just I thought it was kind of interesting. Kojima's a very interesting. He's an odd man. Interesting individual. I do enjoy it though. Who knows what's going on in that mind of his? Yeah. It's weird though, because I feel like th- I mean this is going to be a big game for a lot of reasons. One, it's Kojima. And two, Norman Reedus. <laughs> yeah, sure, Norman Reedus. Three, Mad Mickelson. True. Is Benicio Del Toro in this too? I, I honestly, or, I don't remember. Or Guillermo anymore. Del Toro in this? Guillermo Del Toro makes more sense than Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, I think Guillermo's in it or has something to do with it. I also, for some reason, think Robert De Niro's in it. Maybe not. I don't know. He's just also friends with actors, so it might just be that. Um, I would imagine that Kojima's just walking around, is like, hey, do you want to be my video game? Uh, do some voice acting or are you going to do a lot of weird well, shit? Yeah. Well, Kojima loves movies. Like, he's a movie guy, like, he's a movie buff. Um, I forgot where where I was going with that, but so besides the fact that there's you know some big name people in it that are not normally like video game people mm-hmm. like Norman Reedus and stuff like that, I feel and it's it's Kojima's you know first game. I'm pretty sure yeah, since he's left Konami, I don't think he's come out with anything no. since he left Konami. So it's his first game like that. It's also a Sony exclusive. So there's a lot of things that are like making this a special thing and people love kojima and he's a legendary game producer and people love metal gear whatever but all the stuff but from what i see of this game and obviously we don't really know much about what the fuck this is Mm -hmm. so i could be completely off base but just from what i have witnessed in these trailers and teases and all this stuff i don't see this as being a game that's going to be like loved by everybody i just don't see it at just based on what to me personally the game looks to be about it looks like it's gonna be you know maybe not scary but it looks like it's gonna have like some adrenaline pumping segments to the game which i feel like don't translate into like everyone wants that everyone wants to be fucking scared of whatever the fuck is happening on this thing plus i do think it's gonna be a little bit of a mind fuck which i feel like 
isn't going to be like, again, like a massively huge, broad thing. You know what I mean? I'm so excited for this game to be like a Dr. Mario clone. <laughs> I, After well, that, everything well, we've seen. Well, that's it's like, the thing. Like, Kojima's a fucking out there. Like, he would do some shit like that. I know. It's great. So, I, I mean, I'm very excited to see what it ends up being. I just, I'm... Like, if they do this May 29th this week, and then they do, you know, Last of Us next week, right before E3... Last of Us makes more sense. Again, still, like, it's a mature-rated game. It has some deeper con, like, heavier content, so it's, again, not going to be, like, played by everybody. But I feel like Last of Us has the ability to appeal to a wider audience, probably also because it's a sequel, so there's already a base of people that know what the game is. Mm-hmm. Whereas, again, with Death Stranding, it's like, what the fuck is going on? So, that's a... I don't know. That's my take on that. Interesting. I'm really curious to see what Kojima is doing with this game. I love it. When you expect him to zig, he's going to zag. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Hideo Kojima. Kojima. When I was making Metal Gear Solid 5. Um, the last thing I want to touch on before yeah. we wrap things up here, and our pizza just got here. Well, yeah. you got a fucking roast beast to I get her fucking real man. Um, is we're getting two Pokemon-centric things this uh one this week and then one the week before e3 so next week mm-hmm. next tuesday i think yeah next tuesday um but before we get into that this week's episode of the past control podcast is sponsored by our good friends at goodnight fatty if you're in the salem massachusetts area on a friday or saturday night from 7 to 11 you can head on down to higginson square or one washington square and get yourself a delicious fatty and if you're unaware of what a fatty is you can check them out on social media at goodnight fatty and educate yourself on these tasty, scrumdly umptious treats. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't, I missed them this week because I wasn't here, obviously, Mike. And you, mm. you also did not go down? I did not go that down. fucking s'mores fatty. Ugh. I need it. I need it in my life. I should have told Eric to fucking save me some. Um, anyways. Good night, fatty's great. Go on down there. Get yeah. yourself some fucking tasty, scrumdly umptious treats. So, I don't, um, now I don't uh, again vacation brain I don't know if it was today or yesterday but sometime between today and over this weekend uh, it was announced that we're getting a Nintendo Direct focused around Pokemon Sword and Shield mm-hmm. as well as mm-hmm. a it's it's not a Direct but it's the Pokemon Company is doing a live streamed conference in Tokyo or in Japan I don't know if it's in Tokyo but in Japan about non Pokemon Sword and Shield related things so which they've done before I I think they did it last year too and I think last year is when they might have showed off the Pokeball attachment for the first time Mm -hmm. and probably some updates to Pokemon Go and some other non like Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu things even though I think Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu were part of it but those weren't the focus um, so with, with the Pokemon company one, that's, that's a little bit different than a Nintendo Direct and where it's, they're probably going to talk about Pokemon Go. There's another mobile game, um, from, uh, Niantic? I, no, it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if you pronounce, I, I think you pronounce it Dena. It's D-E-N-A. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's Dena or, or 
DNA or something. I don't know. I don't know how, to, how you actually say it, but it's that company. Um, and they just released a mobile game that I believe is still only in Australia right now for some reason. Oi. <laughs> yeah. Is that what they say? Yep. Throw another shrimp on the barbie for me. Uh, that's that's definitely a thing. Um, Dingoes ate my baby. Sure. They sure did. <laughs> Anyways, there's that coming. And I don't think they would do this whole big press conference just for that. And they specifically said that it's not really about Sword and Shield. So my guess is that there's going to be some other mobile game or something that they're going to be showing off. Or maybe it's an, a big update to Pokemon Go or something. Or maybe they're going to fucking be like, hey, Detective Pikachu did really well. We're going to... Like, we're going to... I know that they've already greenlit a sequel, but maybe they're going to, like, lay out plans for a string of Pokemon movies or something like that. You know what I mean? Why am I... Jesus Christ, Mike. So I'm, I'm definitely excited to see what that brings about. That is going to be tomorrow um, in Tokyo. So I believe it's supposed to air... I don't know what time in Japan, but here... On oh, the East Coast, it should be at 9 p.m. So <laughs> tomorrow night, we'll definitely get uh, that... Their, in their announcement, they, quote, said a number of topics of interest to Pokemon fans. So it should be exciting. There should be maybe some other game reveals. Mm-hmm. But I, don't, I can't imagine... I can't imagine them to announce a, like, new Switch game at that, especially close to E3. I don't mm-hmm. see that as what they're doing. So they're... There might be, I mean, maybe they're going to port, like, Pokemon Snap or something. You know what I mean? Like, they might do something weird like that, but I don't see them announcing, like, another new standalone Pokemon game or, or whatever. Yeah. So that should be exciting. But more interesting to me, actually, is that we're getting a Pokemon Direct on June 5th. 15 minutes, 9 a.m., fucking banging out. Wipe the hands. Let's get to E3. What I'm happy about them doing this, and this isn't new to them, they, the Nintendo does, Nintendo basically does, what Genesis don't, that's my guy right there, Nintendo basically does regular directs, single game focused directs, and then indie directs, mm-hmm. and I mean I would lump in their E3 direct into regular direct, Um, so them doing a direct on a game is not new, I mean we got one like two weeks ago with Super Mario Maker 2. But that's, so th- I mean, that's part of what's making this really interesting to me is E3 is in two weeks. They did Super Mario Maker 2 a couple weeks ago. They're doing Pokemon right now. So that means that they're, A, just trying to get, you know, some of the more, you know, like minutia details about these games out to people who really care. So it's like, you're a big Pokemon fan. Cool, we're going to go in depth about a bunch of Pokemon things for this game and why you're going to care. And we'll save the, like, specific Pokemon Sword and Shield things for the E3 Direct that a more general audience will care about. Same thing with Super Mario Maker 2. They went into crazy detail on all the new features, items, stuff they could do, all this stuff. So that way, at their E3 Direct, they'll definitely say something about Super Mario Maker 2. It's coming out that month. Um, And it will probably be something like, oh, there's also this other art style which is what a lot of people are thinking it's going to be for Super Mario Maker 2. When it comes to Pokemon, they can save that spot in E3 to talk about, who knows, they could be talking about, like, teasing a legendary or something. They could do something like that, like Mm -hmm. 
bigger part of the game or something like that. But what really gets me fucking all warm and fuzzy inside. Rock hard. Is the words you said before. Rock hard? Rock hard. I mean, I guess you might have said Brock hard. I wasn't really listening to you. Did I say Rock hard? Honestly, at this point, I don't remember what I'm lying about and what I'm telling the truth about. That sounds like you're lying. But I'm more excited now to think, okay, I expected Pokemon Sword and Shield to be a large chunk of their E3 Direct. They're now removing it and putting it over here. What? And I don't want to go too heavy on E3 predictions because we're going to do that next week, but or next episode, rather. But what what do we think Nintendo is now building the base of their fucking presentation around? Are they going to lean hard into Animal Crossing? Mac 3. Mac 3? They got the rights to Mac 3? Yeah, the rights to Mac 3. Fucking Nintendo just won this generation. Yep. It's done. Fucking it's sw- swept in at the last minute and said, nah, Mac baby. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, they have other games coming out this year. Luigi's Mansion, Astral Chain. Uh, I mean, I don't think Bayonetta 3 is supposed to come out this year, but it's, I mean, it's the thing. Fire Emblem Three Houses, which I don't think they'll lean into that as, a, as like a crux of their thing. But I'm expecting to see some new announcements that we don't know about, obviously. But I'm assuming that their other big, big heavy hitter that's worth taking up time is going to have to be Animal Crossing. Right? I don't know, I guess. I don't know. It's just, like, Pokemon is a big deal. This game is going to sell crazy. It's going to fucking easily be one of the best-selling games of this year. It'll probably be the best-selling console-exclusive game of this year. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we don't need to... It doesn't need to be a focus of our E3 Direct. It's going to be over here at this other time. Do we think it's Animal Crossing? Luigi's you, Mansion? You think it's Animal Crossing? I, I Well, because the other part of it is this, is for the last few years, Nintendo's done this thing where they kind of are just building their E3 booth around a game. Mm-hmm. Like, it was Zelda one year, it was Mario one year. I think last year it was almost... I think it was Smash-themed, but they also had kiosks for other games that they were coming out with. Mm-hmm. Um... It would make sense if they'd set up the booth as a Pokemon theme booth. Like that would make sense. And I don't think, and I'm and I'm not saying that I don't think that there's going to be a heavy Pokemon presence at E3 because there definitely will be. But I feel like now they're also just going to lean into something like Animal Crossing, mm-hmm. and give that more of a shine. Um, and they they did this the last. Did they do this the last two years? I can't remember if they did one last year, but the year before we we specifically got. I think it was a Pokemon Direct before E3 that I think revealed Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu. And then at E3, we got the reveal of whoever writing on a piece of paper like, we're working on a Pokemon game. Yeah. And I think they purposely did that to separate. Like, hey, get excited about this. This is a separate thing. It's a week before the other thing. Like, you know about this now. Be excited about this. And then they let that other Pokemon announcement breathe. So they're clearly, they want something to breathe. They 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 definitely want some space for something at E3. I don't know what it is, and it's got me all fucking excited. Like the hype train has pulled into fucking station, and I am riding that shit for the next two weeks. 
That's a long train ride. Huh? That's a long train ride. A long train ride, Mike. But you know what? It's going to pay off, hopefully, tremendously. When E3 rolls around. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's all I got. That's all I got, Mike. And we had some other things to talk about? Nope. And uh, you know what? I'll just... Well, I'll say it this way, since we're running out of time and the food's here. It's Memorial Day, Mike. It's kickoff to summertime. It's fucking cookout season. Mm-hmm. If we were going to go all back right now mm-hmm. and fire up the grill, mm-hmm. what would be Mike's ideal cookout item? I don't know. Like, what, like at, if you're at a cookout, Mike, and you're like, oh, I hope there's this. Like, what is that item? Like, is it fucking, is it a burger? Is it a dog? Is it something, well, you want, like, a fucking lobster on the grill? Do you want a shrimp <laughs> on the Is lobster on the grill a thing? I'm sure it is. I don't fucking know. I don't eat, I don't eat that shit. I don't know. Just give me a burger. Shit. Burger? Burger's what you're reaching for? Yeah. Fucking some ribbies? They're too messy. They are messy. So, so okay, so not only is this a, this is the ideal, they'll have whatever food you want, but mm-hmm. there's also, like, wet nap stations and, you know, a dog that'll lick your fingers, too. Oh, it's probably get fur everywhere. All right, there's no dog. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it simple and just go with the burger. I'm, burger? Not, I'm not, I'm not a man who's going to cookouts like, ooh, let me get my rib on and let's see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sample some of these and some of these wings here and I'm gonna have a burger and a dog and uh, let me grab, uh, grab these ribs. Uh, but that's what a cookout is, Mike. You're just out cooking and eating. Hmm. Yeah. I'm, not that guy. What do you need on your burger for it to be complete? Uh, I don't know. Cheese. All right. Uh, ketchup. Okay. Mustard. Okay. Mayo, if you got some, I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it's the ideal cookup, Mike. They got whatever you need. I think that's it. Lettuce, maybe. What kind of cheese? I I don't know. <laughs> Just fucking American? You want a little bit of cheddar? You want some Swiss? I'll take American. Pepper Jack? Um, pepper jack I feel like I've hit or miss with pepper jack on okay burgers. so just throw, throw a slice of American cheese on there yeah good to go yeah like you're a simple guy uh-huh. I like that about you you know what though if it's a cookout if the person grilling can make a good burger hit me with that burger too mm-hmm. hit me with that fucking cheeseburger mm-hmm. a little bit of ketchup I'm good to go sesame seed bun would be nice doesn't have to be any bun will do right all right, now, now I don't want the pizza that's out there. I just want a fucking burger. All right, time to go to the burger place. Let's do it. Let's get some burgers. Burger hut. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Pass Controller Podcast, episode 143. If you're a fan of the show and you want to help support us, the easiest way to do that, the freest way to do that, is to follow us on social media, share the podcast on social media, and leave us a review on iTunes. If you do have a few bucks to spare and you want to help support your favorite podcast, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash controller and becoming a patron or go to our shop at pastacontroller.io sorry pastacontroller.threadless.com and get yourself some swag. Uh, as always you can find us on the internet at pastacontroller.io on twitter and on instagram at pastcontroller and on twitch at twitch.tv slash pastcontroller and enjoy your weekend and thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Pass the Controller podcast.